Do you like quick, funny stories? Okay, I've got one about Henry. Henry up in the furniture department at Sears in Oak Brook, Illinois. Now, Henry worked in the furniture department for a number of years, and Henry had this problem. He was bald. And in those days, being bald was a very touchy thing with men. They really didn't like that. They'd give him a name, but they'd still come back. And, well, that's what he told me. He says, they came back and asked for the bald guy. It's embarrassing. I said, Henry, at least they're coming back and asking for you one way or the other. And I'm sure you'll figure out something. And I left him that day. A couple weeks later, I come up to the cafeteria. And there he's sitting. And I said, Henry, what's going on? takes his first finger and he points just just under his nose and I said what's up and he said take a look and I oh you got a mustache he says yeah now when they come back I tell them to come back and ask for the guy with the mustache see I knew you'd figure it out Henry you got it baby good job a couple weeks later I come up and there's Henry sitting there all sad again Henry what's the matter this time he said well they got it and they didn't get it I said what do you mean he said, now they come back and ask for the bald guy with the mustache Enjoy your day, folks. Today I have a new lesson, shall we say? And it's about follow-up. You know, most people in the sales industry tend to follow up maybe once or twice and leave it at that. But let me give you a story that'll give you another view. Several years ago, I was after the contract with a builder for the appliance packages that went into home. They had seven subdivisions and a model in each. And I kept going after the account, but I wasn't getting anywhere. I didn't quit even though I was at number 16. I just felt I could get the account. Well, when I went up there on this 16th time, I walked in his office, that's this purchasing agent, and he looked at me and said, listen, we're not gonna make a change from our product to yours. I was stunned. I mean, all these months, six months to be exact, no, correct, eight months it took me to get this, and I left there thinking, oh my God, the sales purchasing agent, Mickey, had just told me that he wasn't going to use our product and things seemed to be going so much in that direction. But I had a gut feeling. I'm going to try one more time. So two weeks later, I went back into the office. And as I walked in, Marie, the receptionist said, Oh, Mr. Ricky, you didn't have your card or your contact information. We didn't know how to get a hold of you. I, I beg your pardon, what are you referring to? She says, well, Mickey left two weeks ago, and I guess you saw him his last day. So you see what's ha what was happening here is, Mickey was just putting stuff off to the side, getting everything out of the way. Interesting, huh? So she said, yeah, Frank is back there. He's the new purchasing agent. So I went back to see Frank, and he says, we want to do business. Now, was it worth it eight months of work to get this? Yes, for two great reasons. One, it was a $3 million contract. And two, I had a 3% commission. Oh, wait a minute. There's one other extra. 
I also had another side business I was starting, which became a multi-million dollar business, and it started as construction cleaning and doing model centers. When I bid the model centers, the president of the company took one look at that. He watched at how well our appliance deliveries and system that I put in place was working, so he gave me the contract on the model centers as well. So my friends, if you're in sales and you think you should follow up, follow up until they say no. And even if they say no, ask this question. Would it be a good idea for me to contact you in, say, three to six months and see if things have changed? You know what they're going to say 90% of the time? They're going to say, yeah. All right, my friends, that's my lesson for the day.